Tor. Hello. <laughs> That's creepy. Not at all. Okay. Well, hello. hello. Hi. What is that? It reminds me of something. I don't know. Some movie. Hello. Like uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Maybe. I don't know. Great movie. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Absolutely. 10 out of 10. How are you? It's uh, How's your week? Pretty good. You know, just had a great, you know, new start to, uh, to life on Wednesday, yesterday. It, it really does feel like the first time we as a country took a nice deep breath in about four yeah, years. I know. I feel like a new woman. I'm sure everybody feels, Joe probably feels like a new woman. Everyone. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Joe does. I freaking He's got a nice just, new bed. I just love them so much. I'm very excited. And it was just a really good day. Do you think that the White House has like really nice mattresses? I would hope so, but there's also like so many rooms. So I'm sure it depends on what room you're in. Yeah. Determines what mattress type you get. get. Like how comfy it's going to be. Yeah. Like we should find out what type of mattresses there are in the White House and then order them for ourselves. I know. And then, well, it's like what kind of like a guest room. What do they get in the guest room? Like when yeah. Joe has his family over. Yeah. Do you think that if like royalty from <laughs> England came, they would stay at the White House? I don't know. These are some hard hitting questions that I <laughs> think we need to research. Yeah, we got to do some research. I don't know. It I wouldn't like it be great. Not. It'd be great if we had a, a Casper sponsorship right now and we could just be like, it's speaking of mattresses. <laughs> if you want to sleep like Joe Biden. You get yourself yeah. a Casper. A Casper mattress. A Casper mattress. <laughs> well, you know, I think this is the perfect way to start out. Segway? Yes. This Chimpanzee riding on a Segway? Chimpanzee riding on a Segway. <laughs> <laughs> classic. That's true. That could be our Segway sound. <laughs> yeah, we'll record us singing it. Yeah. Every Whenever there's gets. a segue, you can just insert it in the edit. <laughs> that's an in- that's an incredible idea. Well, for our segue today, today is Thursday, mm-hmm. but yesterday, January twentieth, twenty twenty one, Joseph R. Biden was sworn in as the forty sixth president of the United States, and Kamala Harris was sworn in as the first VP of South Asian descent the first black VP and the first woman mm-hmm. vice president in the United States history. Oh, what, what? Oh, what, what? <laughs> that was me all day yesterday. <laughs> just, just, just doing just the beginning constantly. sequence of date movie. <laughs> Dancing down the yes. street. Oh my God. It's on HBO. So remember last week I said, I didn't have HBO max. Well, guess who does my parents. <laughs> so oh my I can gosh. give you the login if you want it. Casey and um, Art rolling in money. They have. I think it came with their like. I think it came with their phone bill or their phone plan or something. And somehow I was able to sneak on it. So I'll give you it. But date movies on it. So just saying. Oh, such a good watching. movie. Oh yeah, that's exactly what I was doing all day yesterday. I was yeah, Alice just- and Hannigan in the in the street. <laughs> <laughs> it was just that kind of day. It was just what was nice was I was working remote, so I had it on and just had a great day it was just so nice and everyone was happy it seemed well you know a lot of people our circle our circle was happy we were happy (laughs) it just it felt like a weight lifted it really did it felt uh, it was so exciting to watch oh yeah and it really just felt um like a spark of hope absolutely It, it really did it it just made me feel so less depressed than I had been the day before. Yes. Just felt less dark, felt light. But um, yes. can we just quickly talk about the fashion? I There's I so don't want to make it about. about fashion, but the fashion was, I was like, when can I go to an inauguration so I can dress up like Dr. Jill? Like she Absolutely. looked fabulous. And I mean, so Michelle fabulous. Obama, we can't even, can't even compete with that because that was another I gasped. Level. I gasped. <laughs> I've never seen somebody look so good in my life. Like so good. I was yeah. Charles to Michelle. Charles Michelle. Just stunning. Like Barack who? That's how I felt. Oh uh, yes. Oh Barack. That's Michelle's husband. Michelle's husband, Brock. Yeah. <laughs> um, so though the inauguration looked very different than in years past, mm-hmm. it was not without spectacle, including musical performances by Lady Gaga, Jennifer Lopez, and Garth Brooks. Here, I'm confused about Garth Brooks. <laughs> 
Garth Brooks retired <laughs> so long ago. Yeah, I so long ago. And my favorite part of his performance was his his COVID shuffle afterwards. He was just he, so dad, like such a dad. He did not have a mask on. He hugged everyone no. he saw as he yeah. was walking out. He was just like, <laughs> "I'm gonna I'm gonna hug every person here." COVID shuffle, like that's what it felt like. Only COVID. Only COVID. Um, I liked when he said, because I was waiting to sing Amazing Grace the whole time. And then he said, y'all sing it with me, not just you here, you at home. And I sang my heart out. But um, Gaga did really good. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Jennifer Lopez, <laughs> it's a little, I was a little confused. Like, I love this Land is Your Land. I love that song, but it reminds me of like kindergarten. I understand what you're saying because we would sing it when we were in elementary school it's a beautiful and then we stopped yeah we just never sang again we never sing it again we never sang again we never and we never sang again (laughs) and she goes let's get loud (laughs) and what did she say after that because this land is ours (laughs) what (laughs) did she she really i didn't know (laughs) I, i don't know do not quote me on that that's what i heard in Holy my crap, brain my face again, that's <laughs> hilarious uh, um, I, if she didn't i hope she i wish she did sometimes i forget in this day and age that jennifer lopez is a singer first i know you know jenny she, from the block yeah it's i know i always forget too i feel like she just doesn't sing as much as she's well she doesn't really make movies that much either so oh she does she does yeah she has she's she has a lot of movies like in process right now and did you watch hustlers no what's the one i watched i watched the one where oh i can't even think about it i can't even remember it was probably like three years ago i want to say two or three years ago maybe yeah but that's the last i remember but i do need to see hustlers was it any hustlers was really good yeah i really enjoyed it yeah we got kiki palmer Mm-hmm. Um, what is her name from Riverdale Blonde? She Lily Reinhard. Lily Reinhard. Yeah. And she's she's good in it. Like they're both really good. I just I, I, love, that, Kiki. Yeah. I, I love Kiki. I love Kiki. She was she was a part of the inauguration. We had she Danielle was. texting us. If you don't remember, Danielle is our friend who has some babies that she's babies. raising just beautifully. Um, maybe there'll be some videos she'll let us post of her daughter just being fabulous and you'll be able to see that one day (laughs) because everybody needs to be like Amelia. I need to be like Amelia. Exactly. (laughs) Um, yeah. So Jennifer Lopez, uh, she gave her own song a shout out, which was fun. Yeah. (laughs) I I was surprised to see her there. Like I was surprised that she was chosen. Yeah, I was too. But happy for her, nonetheless. Yeah, I thought it was great. It was a great mix of people. It was Gaga, Lo- J-Lo, and uh, Garbro. 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 <laughs> trying to think of what to call him. He's so yeah. cute, though. He's, like, such a dad. and Totally. Yeah. I'm so happy he came out of retirement for this. Yeah, just for that. I mean, what a yeah. time to be alive. And I think he also said something about um, how – like he represents a piece of America that might not necessarily align with Biden, but still right. is excited for like this new chapter or something Being like that. Supportive, yeah. That's just kind of how so. I see things. You know, like I don't know. You don't always agree with your president, but in the end, it is still your president. And this mm-hmm. is just we've learned that how America is exactly. So, I mean, I kind of like that he was because you wouldn't picture Garth Brooks being a uh, Joe Biden supporter, but he was there, and that was he awesome. Was there. And to go along with that, I thought it'd be nice to hear some of the things that Biden did day yesterday on, on day one. So on his first day in office, President Joe Biden signed more than a dozen executive actions, some of which reversed decisions made by his predecessor, former President Donald Trump. Oof, that felt good. Oof. That felt good to say. <laughs> Just like. <laughs> Laura said, don't make it political. And I'm like, look at me. All the politics. <laughs> Sorry, Laura. Sorry, Laura. Momager, um, we didn't listen. We're going to get that Chris Jenner wrath from Laura. Um, so several executive actions will make changes to the U.S.'s response to COVID-19 and try to ease some of the financial strain on Americans resulting from the pandemic. Other executive actions directly target and undo Mr. Trump's actions on the environment, immigration, the U.S. Census, and regulatory changes. 
Mr. Biden signed three executive orders in the presence of reporters, implementing a mask mandate on federal property, increasing support for underdeserved communities, and rejoining the Paris Climate Accord. Quote, I thought there's no time to wait. Get to work immediately, Biden said. I'm so, I'm so proud. I'm happy. And I'm like, the thing is that um, it's not going to be perfect and we need Mm -hmm. to hold him accountable. Yeah, of course. Like the first step has happened and it feels really good. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Um, Our next story just I'm so excited about because it goes along with this and it is Miss Amanda Gorman. Amanda Gorman reads The Hill We Climb at the 2021 presidential inauguration, which she finished after the riot at the Capitol earlier this month. So we saw Amanda Gorman yesterday at the inauguration looking fly as can be. I I walked out. I think I went to my bedroom to get something and she had just been announced. I missed her name. So I had to look look her up. But um, I walked out and I was like, who is this who is she a stunning was queen. fabulous like oh my her gosh. entire outfit was fabulous and then we're gonna talk about it but continue mm-hmm. so amanda gorman captures the moment in verse the youngest inaugural poet in u.s history read the hill we climb which she finished after the riot at the capitol quote i'm not going in any way glossing over what we've seen she says at 22 gorman is the youngest inaugural poet ever in the united states She joins a small group of poets who have been recruited to help mark a presidential inauguration. Among them, Robert Frost, Maya Angelou, Miller Williams, Elizabeth Alexander, and Richard Blanco. But none of her predecessors faced the challenge that Gorman did. She set out to write a poem that would inspire hope and foster a sense of collective purpose at a moment when Americans are reeling from a deadly pandemic, political violence, and partisan division. This incredible young woman did such an amazing job. Amazing. It was my favorite part of the whole thing. It was just absolutely incredible. There's no other beautiful. way to describe it. She, mm-hmm. Her poem was so poignant and direct. Mm-hmm. And I, it just really stuck with me mm-hmm. the, the rest of the day. I think a lot of people feel the same yes. way. And I thought it was so incredible because she, I started following her on Instagram afterwards, of mm-hmm. course. Of course, And yeah. she, of course. And she, um, Got 2.6 million followers since yesterday. Wow. And crazy. And she has two books that have not been released yet. And both skyrocketed skyrocketed to the top of bestselling lists across the board. I was just going to say, like, where can I get these books? Because I kind of want to buy them. I mean, I just feel like this kind of thing is like history. Like, we'll have, you know, we need this book. I need this book. I need this book. (laughs) Um. So the first book is called The Hill We Climb Poems, which is the same name as the title of her poem that she mm-hmm. read at the inauguration. Mm-hmm. And the second book is called called Change Sings, and it's a children's book. Oh, well, we'll we got to get that for Amelia. Got to get that for our kiddos. Yep. Um, she was raised in L.A. Mm-hmm. and where her mother taught middle school and she would write in journals and at 16 she was named the youth poet laureate of LA and then years later she was studying sociology at Harvard she's a smart chick oh my gosh and she became the national the first national youth poet laureate the first one ever wow Um, yeah I just thought that was really interesting and I also thought it was a fun fact that she had a speech impediment for a lot of her childhood and teen years and okay. that mirrors our new president. Joseph yeah, Biden. that's, that's so cool. I'm just so like, so proud of her. It's such a huge deal. Like her life is going to change forever now. Mm-hmm. It she was, deserves it all. It was really incredible. It, it was, I, it it was, was cool the highlight see. of other than the, the fact that we have a incredible vice president, Yeah, a new president in office. Mm-hmm. That was, that was one yeah. of the, the highlights of the really cool. Right after let's get loud, but. Yeah, I would say Let's Get Loud was the (laughs) highlight of my day. (laughs) But other than that. Yeah, it was was incredible. It was a good day. I think that um, everything that we've talked about so far is genuinely important. Oh, yeah. I I know that we typically talk about things that are unimportant, but, you know, this was important. This was totally Um, important. Unfortunately, we're going (laughs) to... talk some nonsense really on back yeah you're gonna we just gotta like <laughs> back to our roots <laughs> back to our back to our roots from one incredible 
young woman to another. Amen. Amen to <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. Olivia Rodrigo smashes records with her new single driver's license. Love, love, love that song. It deserves all the smashing of records. All the smashing. All the smashing. Uh, is 17. <laughs> That's what makes it so great because we're in our 20s, late 20s, might I add. <laughs> and we're just like singing the lyrics like, I wish this song came out when I was 16. Truly. Oh my like, gosh. It would have changed my life. <laughs> Me too. Okay. So seemingly out of nowhere, the High School Musical, the musical, the series star <laughs> <laughs> has stormed the charts with the breakup song, smashing Spotify records for most streams of a song in a single day with 17 million. Wow. On Friday of last week, Spotify announced the single set the record for most streams in a week. And prior to this, it set the record for most streams on the platform in one day for a non-holiday song. As of Monday of this week, the song has over 125 million plays on Spotify. According to Pop Crave, it is the fastest song to reach 100 million streams on the popular music service. That's insane. Well, I mean, I listen to it like 10 times in a row every day. So I can imagine if everybody's doing that, you're going to get some good numbers. But I freaking love that song. It's it's so good. I I didn't watch High School Musical, the musical, the series. But did you watch it? Oh, I didn't watch High School Musical, no. the musical, the series either. No. <laughs> no, I feel like I just can't do that to myself. I left it at HSM3 and I that's all I'll leave it at. I'm not going to go further. I understand. That movie's too iconic. But I'm going to love Olivia Rodrigo for for this. I bet High School Musical, the musical, the series would actually be kind of fun for us to watch because it has yeah. all of the original music. Yeah, I think That's so. Kind of fun. Yeah, I think my sister watched it. I'll have to ask her. But could be something to dive into. Uh, she's definitely really talented. Actually, something I was on TikTok and I saw some guy playing like a emo version of the song and it had her singing it and I was like wait Haley Williams from Paramore would sing this song so good to like an emo version I need that to happen Mm. I'll send you the TikTok later it was good I don't remember who the guy was who was playing it though but I was like this could be sick no I could find it though I'll tell you guys next week or I could post it on our Instagram oh follow us on Instagram live in tour bff yep if you google us that's the first thing that comes up so mm, very exciting oh yeah i just think this is so incredible mm-hmm. honestly not even specifically this girl but just yeah. fame in, in general it's crazy how it can happen so quickly for oh people. my god it seems like these days it's even more likely to do that i never heard this name until no me ago. either i'm sure there are yeah. people who did because she was on this series yeah I, yeah and there's like all the drama with what's i don't know i don't know the boy that she's singing about but the boy yeah is with the girl from boy meets or girl meets world sabrina carpenter yes sabrina carpenter (laughs) Ugh, you brought up girl meets world and that was just such a disappointment for me because Mm -hmm. i was so excited about that yeah i know it could have been everything but it was nothing i watched the first episode of that show with laura my sister Mm -hmm. at my parents house and Laura has a photo of me <laughs> crying, <laughs> watching the theme song, watching like, yeah. because I was so emotional. I was like, I love Boy Meets that's your, World. That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard for me to know because you love Friends and you love Boy Meets World, but which one out of the two is, is your number one? I have said many a time that I think Boy Meets World is the best show. Yeah. I actually, I think... Like if I was just, if somebody were to ask me, what's the best show? What should I watch? Yeah. I would you'd say Boy, say Meets, Boy World. Meets World. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because like Friends isn't for everyone. The OC isn't yeah, for everyone. Absolutely. You know, but Boy Meets World. I need to get back on. I need to like rewatch it again. I remember like, I watched it as a kid all the time, but I wasn't like in love with it like you were. But I think, I mean, I loved Eric. I thought he was so funny, but he is so funny. I need to rewatch. I just remember having sleepovers at your house and watching Friends like really late at night. Like you had like your DVDs, you had the whole series on DVD and we would just watch it. I remember that because I never really watched Friends because I was like, this show, like how I said about Sex in the City, I also felt about Friends because my parents watched it. So really? Like, Ooh, this show, I feel like such an adult watching it. Ooh. Yeah. They, but, I mean, it's watching it in, in 2021 is a different experience than when we were oh, growing up. Yeah. Oh yeah. A lot of things, totally. you clock a lot of things that you're like, hmm, I, I know. know, I know. I like that joke. 
Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> um, this was a, another tangent. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just crazy to me how fame happens so quickly, like for this yeah. Olivia Rodrigo girl. And I'm also upset because like I love Billie Eilish and she just turned 18. Olivia Rodrigo is 17. Is this and I'm like just, to get old? <laughs> I'm just feeling yeah a little attacked yeah <laughs> because I don't have their success but I'm happy for them yeah it's it's a good time to be alive for them it's a good time to be alive oh yes and a bunch of celebrities came out to show their support to Olivia I know it's it's crazy I saw Taylor Swift I saw all Jonas Brothers posted about it mm-hmm. Sophie did it's it's just so cool and she probably is just like on top of the world and it's like she wrote this song about this loser guy this total loser literally on top of the world because of the song so and he came out with like uh he came out with his his own song (laughs) it could not have been a rebuttal because it's like this song blew up last week and then he came out with this new song like monday (laughs) but still it's just funny darn it yeah i haven't listened to his song because I don't really have a good taste in my mouth about him. Me neither. I don't know anything about him, but I don't like him. Because he's with that blonde girl who's so much yeah. older than Olivia. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. So from one musician who is doing so well on top of the world to another <laughs> who I think could, has seen better days. Yes. Um, Kanye, Kanye West, his brand Yeezy sues their intern for violating a non-disclosure agreement. I thought this was a really interesting story. Yeah. So according to The Hollywood Reporter, Kanye West Fashion Empire is suing his summer intern, Ryan Inwards, over unauthorized social oh, media wow. posts. They went in with the a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. They <laughs> named him. Ruthless. <laughs> Ruthless. The lawsuit filed in L.A. County Superior Court on Friday alleges that the defendant violated his non-disclosure agreement by sharing confidential photos on his Instagram account. Ooh. Mm-hmm. The Hollywood Reporter reports the contract included a 500000 liquidated damages provision, which, quote, put an upfront price tag on contractual breaches in an effort to further ensure compliance. Yeezy is suing inwards for breach of contract and conversion. In addition to the half a million dollar provision, the company is also seeking undisclosed punitive damages as the company believes inward acted with malicious intent. Mm. Yeezy is also requesting an injunction to keep the defendant from sharing similar posts in the future, as well as force him to hand over the, the images in question. Okay, well, um, this guy's a jerk. <laughs> I have so many thoughts. Go. Because I want to know more about this intern. Mm-hmm. What's up with the intern? Is he is he just like a sweet kid from Indiana? And he went to the big LA city and mm-hmm. he took a picture and was so excited about his new internship and he posted it on his Instagram and now Yeezy is yeah. suing him. Is that what's is there, happening? Is there a photo of like what he posted? There is not. There is hmm. not. I mean, maybe, uh, maybe in this article... Um, there's not but maybe somewhere on the internet yeah it, it we're exists. gonna have to look into that because I'm curious as to what the picture would be unless it's like maybe new stuff coming out mm-hmm. that's all I could really think of but if you're gonna if you're going to expose like new things maliciously why mm-hmm. would you put it on your Instagram which is directly connected to you yeah exactly that's just my thought well it says that he they think he did it maliciously right yeah. Yeah. They think that he had he acted with malicious intent. Hmm. Unless something happened and he just got annoyed. He's like, I'm not getting paid for this anyway. And yeah. Now, there's that. Now he's really fudged. Now he's really fudged because he wasn't getting yeah. paid. So he definitely doesn't have five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> what is he gonna do? Truly, this gave me such like, oh my gosh, I'm so stressed out for him. Like, what are you going to do? Not only that, but they literally name dropped him. So like, you know, he's not going to get a job probably in fashion again, if that's what he was trying to do. Oh <laughs> like, my gosh. I'm so stressed for him. Straight up savage on Yeezy's part. <laughs> on Yeezy's part. Um, yeah. I just thought this was crazy. I, I, I wish we could, cause I was looking into it further to try to get some more specific details yeah. and I couldn't mm-hmm. really find it. So I hope that more info comes out about this. Just yeah, so we or can, like court docs or something. Just so we could be 
either either have the opinion like okay this this was malicious intent or Mm -hmm. leave the poor intern alone i know we just don't know we don't know um okay so moving on to some exciting musician and sweet musician news oh post malone crocs the healthcare workers so sweet Singer Post Malone has partnered with a charity to bring 10,000 pairs of Crocs to healthcare workers in hospitals around the United States. The shoes will be donated to healthcare facilities that partner with Musicians on Call, a nonprofit that brings music to the bedsides of patients, according to a press release. The shoes are limited edition Post Malone and Crocs duet Max Clog 2, which are sold out on the Crocs website. Who would have thought Crocs would be rocking everybody's world? everyone's world regardless Mario, go ahead mario Vitali is just laughing at oh. everyone he's <laughs> like i've been on this trend forever <laughs> yes i mean i don't own crocs but i heard they're really great so maybe i'll i'll get a pair just to support this I amazing have, thing i feel like they're great for nurses though so this is just perfect for nurses yeah i just feel like this is so sweet and Kind of, I mean, kind of unexpected. I feel like Post Malone is a really, really great guy. You just get a, a hunch, you know, a little hunch about people. You, yeah. And Post Malone just gives me a you, hunch, hunch that he is a sweet little bean. Yeah, he probably gives the best hugs. I need to meet him and get a hug from him. Yeah. That's goal. Like my life goal. going to be tough in these COVID times for mm-hmm. you to get a, a posty hug. It'll have to be later. Later in life. <laughs> Yes. The good things you have to wait for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, even if I'm 100, I'll still be looking for him. <laughs> this is really awesome. This made me really happy when I read this. It's just so cool. And now all these health care workers have these sold Sweet out Crocs. Crocs. Yeah. yeah. I didn't really actually know that he was, um, that he had a line with Crocs, but mm-hmm. he does. And yes. it's been sold out. And I, I took a, yeah. a peek at what they looked like. And they're like a, a cool Croc. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll look into it and wait for the next drop. Mm-hmm. I did hear that he had one because I, I know there's a, a few celebrities that have them. I know Justin Bieber has them and um, Luke Combs have them. That's all mm. I, I know. But there might be more. Mm. Hey, Crocs is doing it right. Yeah, they are. I mean, this is this is such a, a cool way to give back. Absolutely. Very exciting. What's this chimpanzee Justin. riding on a Segway? Chimpanzee riding on a Segway <laughs> brings you the chaos that is Claire and Dale. <laughs> oh, okay. loud. I would love to give you a, a quick little briefer of what's going on, but I can't because there it's such one. chaos. Yeah. It is such chaos that we need to go step by step with this. Mm-hmm. So for those of you listening, if you are not in the Bachelor world, Claire and Dale are Claire. Claire <laughs> was the Bachelorette. Claire was the Bachelorette last season. She started her her journey. And on night one, she met Dale and she made the decision that Dale was her person. Her husband. She got through her husband. She literally said, I think I just met my husband. <laughs> you <did> and, <laughs> and she got through about like four or five episodes yeah and if that yeah if that and through every episode it was just like I only care about Dale I want to be with Dale 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 they ended mm-hmm. up cutting the season mm-hmm. and was like okay if you want to be with Dale so bad just go be with Dale go marry him Dale, why don't you go marry why don't you marry him why don't you <laughs> so Dale proposes and then they bring in a new bachelorette and continue on with the season. Uh, so it's been, um, how many months would you say? They probably finished filming in like uh, August. Yeah, that's what I would say. September, October, November. That December. was Tasha, so maybe they've even been together since like July. Okay. So they've been together know. since like probably. Let's just say July. We'll say six months. Yeah. That's that's a live-in tour estimate it's not fact (laughs) (laughs) so we'll say they've been together for about six months um there have been rumors circling that dale is you know sniffing around a man about town i mean you literally like there are literally photos of him in new york with like hot model babes just walking around in the streets like it's pretty obvious (laughs) yes so the uh been together for about a six for about six months Mm -hmm. um 
you know, the the Bachelor Nation is like, okay, this happened really quick, but like, good for you guys. So happy that yeah, some people are supportive. Not not tour, but continue. not tour. Okay. <laughs> um, so earlier this week, this news breaks. Claire and Dale are on a break, and it's like, oh, we are shocked. I can't believe yeah. it. We're shocked. Yeah. We're not shocked. Mm-hmm. It it makes mm-hmm. complete sense. Mm-hmm. But then directly after, Dale posts on his Instagram story the following statement. I wanted to share with you all that Claire and I have decided to go our separate ways. We appreciate the love and support we've received from so many people, but this is the healthiest decision for both of us at this time. We strongly believe in leading with love and always remaining true to oneself, something our families have taught and instilled in us throughout our lives. (laughs) We only hope the best things for one another. And then in the caption, he said, please respect our privacy as we work through this together. So that's what he posts. So then everyone's like, Oh my God, they're broken up. They're mutually broken up. They're mutually broken up. This is shocking. Um, then there's some more news. I think this was today, right? This 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 dropped today. This dropped today, Thursday, the 21st. Claire posts (laughs) on her Instagram. I was made aware of a mutual statement at this time. Wait, that's not even it. I was made aware of a mutual statement at the same time you all were. So I needed some time to really digest this. Speaking for myself, sorry, (laughs) speaking for myself, my intentions with this relationship have always been very clear. So the truth is I am crushed. This was not what I expected or hoped for. And I'm still trying to process this. 2020 was one hell of a year with COVID, battling severe anxiety post-show, balancing a public new relationship, all while slowly losing my mother. It hasn't been ideal circumstances, but this is hashtag life, right? I have been looking forward to the light at the end of the tunnel. Our relationship was not perfect, but I was genuinely invested with all of my heart. I may not have all the answers, but I do know this. I will continue to show up, stand by my word, and be committed to love. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know I I feel for her with her mother and that is the where that feeling bad for her ends because I just don't like her just straight to the point not a fan I never did fan. I never did I never was a fan of her but also I never liked Dale either I thought he was just like a a tool I'm gonna bring back that term tool because he was a tool total tool he was total a total tool. tool yeah um yeah I mean this wasn't surprising to anyone because the way that it happened was so quick and it was really clear yeah. when you were watching The Bachelorette that like she had a preconceived notion of who this guy was Absolutely. and then she was just like, yes, this is it and like yeah. grabbed onto him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of like as a viewer, you were watching and seeing Dale feeling like not fully reciprocating that excitement yeah. about the relationship. So just it's like, okay. Yeah. Um, there's more, by the way. There's more thing. This this story is so messy. This is why I couldn't just like give you a good briefer. Right. So Claire releases the statement saying, hey, I didn't know that we were broken up. Dale told Instagram and that's how I found out. Yeah. And then Dale is accused of cheating throughout the whole uh-huh. relationship, which like you said, this was, you know, circulating that he was. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was pretty out. obvious. Yeah. yeah, out in New York with, like, mm-hmm. his hot friends. Mm-hmm. So, multiple sources familiar with the situation. What the heck does that mean? Familiar with, like, I'm familiar with the situation. I know, at this point. <laughs> so, multiple sources familiar with the situation tell E! News that Crawley believes Moss, so Claire believes Dale, has been cheating mm-hmm. on, on her throughout their engagement. Now, E! can confirm the mystery woman is Eleonora Srugo, a New York City-based mm-hmm. real estate agent. E! News has reached out to Strugo, Crawley, and Moss for comment. <laughs> While Dale maintained it was a business relationship between him and Strugo, Claire has always been skeptical. There's no way I'm saying that last name correctly. <laughs> Claire I think so. has always <laughs> it's close enough. Yeah. Claire has always been skeptical. A source with mm-hmm. knowledge of the circumstance noted that she never trusted the friendship and thought it was shady. Mm-hmm. Same. Oh, gosh. This is messy Tessie. Wait, first of all, I remember reading today, E! News was like, E! News does not want to name the girl. And now they're just like, now they know who it is. They probably didn't know who it was yep. before. Now they're like, oh, yep. yeah. Totally. Eleanor, um, pretty name. It is a pretty name. 
Um, but I would still veto it if one of my friends wanted to name their kid Eleonora. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that this is really sad. And there's also a sad. huge chance that it really is just a business relationship. He was yeah. her real estate agent. Yeah, it could totally be that. It could totally not be that. It's comes down to Claire not trusting the Bachelor process. Like, she's been on the show, like, what, six times, was it? Like, she I was no on Juan Pablo. She was on Paradise twice. She was on Winter Games. She was on a bunch. And, like, there were so many good guys in her season. Like, Tasha had – I thought those were the best guys that we've ever seen because there were some older guys. I just – I loved them all, and I don't know if she would have even given them a chance if she had the chance to again, but um, it comes down to her just not trusting the Bachelor process like she was supposed to. Like, she didn't play by the rules, and she signed up for it. So, like, I don't really feel that bad. I think she's probably super high-maintenance to be with, and... Aren't we I mean, like I said, I do. She has... Yeah, same. (laughs) But... I don't know. She's just not my cup of tea. That's what it comes down to with her show yeah. up statements. Oh my gosh. I, hate I, I want her to find love and just go off and be with him so that I don't need to hear the term show up yeah. ever again. You know who she needs to be with? She needs to be with, what was his name? Jason, I think. The guy she did the rock date with where they slammed their little rocks on the on the other rocks. <laughs> they like wrote on like that pallet and then they slammed it down. Do you remember that with like the fire there on the beach? I do. And he got really vulnerable with her. Yes. I, I, I feel do like that. he should go, but they should give each other a chance. I feel like it might be good for them. Well, he left the show course. when right, Tasha came. He Tasha, left the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the other guys, Spencer, who <laughs> was on Tasha season, he mm-hmm. came in. He was one of the guys that came in after Tasha came in. So there was like, like five Noah, guys. Right? Yeah, with Noah and all them. He, he got stirred up some drums. Stirred up that drums. He got the first impression rose. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of like never heard from him again. Yeah, he like, you thought he was going to be kind of a villain. And then that was it with him. He just said that one time. Yeah. And then um, he got sent home, but he never actually met Claire. But he didn't even like slide into the dms or anything he just posted on his instagram story coffee question mark and then tagged claire so he's like trying to get for it get in there yeah um good luck to him good luck to you spencer yeah spencer we're thinking of you um good luck with that might be good i don't know i still think that jason would be the only one who could handle claire we'll see i'm sure there'll be some new things happening with this story so we'll Maybe have more next not. week. <laughs> what more could possibly happen? It's just been madness. I hope a lot more. I just love to see it. I love <laughs> the Bachelor drama. Yeah, we work from home. We need some excitement. Yeah, from, I need to, from yeah. the Bachelor world. Absolutely, get us through the day. Chimpanzee running on a segue into our next segment, which bum, is bum, our bum, uh, bum. our Bachelor recap, which I'm going to be taking the reins on today. I uh, took a lot of notes, so I'm just going to try and go through them uh as quickly as i can while we can still get our thoughts out so here we go we start out at the end of the rose ceremony sarah almost faints i don't think she fully fainted she was just like i see stars (laughs) i think that was all we had from that but um so matt takes her outside i see stars so matt takes her outside and so we see the inside with all the girls and they're just like brewing they are so mad that she almost passed out they don't know what's going on with her but they're so mad that she almost passed out (laughs) that is irrational like i understand that like they're stressed they hope that they get a rose and they don't have one yet of course the girl doesn't want to fight that's embarrassing it's terrible so it could be they get mad because yeah like you said it puts a halt to the rose ceremony and um they're all like rolling their eyes at it they're all talking crap about her and victoria's so mad she she says I've never fainted for attention. And we're just like, okay, Victoria, neither does she, like nobody wants to pass out. It's not nobody fun. wants to pass out. It's not fun. It's very scary. So um all these girls like truly think that her pass out was calculated, which I just think is absolutely insane. So then the rose ceremony continues. Matt apologizes to everybody. He's like, I wasn't expecting that and whatnot. Which, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nobody was. Um, Victoria gets the final rose yet again, which I just scream at the TV every time that that happens. Um, but Marilyn does leave. So the Victoria Marilyn drama is. And 
an interesting thing that happened. Marilyn was doing her exit interview and she said, there is other drama in the house that we and Matt, well, no, not we, us, the viewers, us and Matt don't know anything about. I was like totally in my Marilyn accent and then I totally fudged it up. But um, so apparently there's more drama in the house that we don't know about that Matt doesn't know about, which it seems like we're going to be seeing that soon anytime, anytime soon. <laughs> yes anyway okay so then we move into the group date portion which has a crap ton of girls just like the last group date so um chris comes out to all the girls and he says he's curating the date and trying to push matt out of his limits and like get crazy stuff happening and um they walk into this room and they're greeted by ashley i she's reading erotica it's super weird and i hated every minute of it (laughs) Just the, that whole scene, I hated. And it turns out she was reading Chris Harrison's book. Like, which what in the world? We didn't know that he wrote erotica bachelor fan fiction. So we knew he wrote a book. A book. Because when, like, during COVID yeah. times, they kept yeah, playing yeah, yeah. old seasons. And, like, yeah, he had goats. his book, like, up behind oh him. Oh, my God, that right was funny. next to him. Yeah. I Get your promo. I thought it was a memoir. Yeah. But it's did. not. It's not. It's, it's a sex it's, book sexy cowboys (laughs) like do i need this book i don't know is it like the new 50 shades perhaps (laughs) make a movie out of it i'm i don't know i'm probably gonna get it are you i need to i need to know what it's about like that it was a cliffhanger okay i'll I'll get it and i'll review it okay i I was gonna say now that you've said that we have to read it and then we could give a review let's, for the listeners let's do it in a book club with with our friends yeah okay i think it'd be a great um, idea i just want to say again i don't know if it's about sexy cowboys <laughs> i think <laughs> there is a cowboy on the cover but that again was a, a, a live in tour <laughs> fact not an actual fact <laughs> oh my gosh i don't know i need to look but i'll look I don't after know. um so turns out the date is all of the girls have to write their own erotica fiction mm-hmm. and personally like this would be the date that i would be like i'm out like you know there's some girls that like don't want to skydive they don't want to like scale a building and they're like i can't do it and then they get like get sent home like this would be mine like i could not do this it would not be good so um they all do it and it i mean it seems like it ended up being a great day they all had a great time yeah uh, i think that yeah. i would do the date but I would just be like bland as can be. And then I would like try to put a joke in there. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's yeah. You would totally do that. Yeah. That'd be funny. I'd, I'd be like, I shaved my legs for this. <laughs> like something like that. <laughs> like really boring. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Um, Victoria really went balls to the walls on this one. And I mean, she had all the girls laughing, which I just don't know the girl's relationship with her. It just is so yes. confusing. I was thinking the same thing. The way that this was the first time on the show that we saw Victoria have like an actual rapport with the girls. Yeah. Like they were mm-hmm. laughing, they were fun, like they were yeah. having fun. Their um, their interviews afterwards, they all were like raving about Victoria, being like, uh, "I think that I was know. so funny. That was great." So I thought that was really interesting. I mean, she's kind of funny to laugh at. She's funny to laugh at. And, like the stuff she was saying was funny. Like she's kind of like a caricature of herself to me. Um, but then she just gets really nasty, which we'll talk about later. Yeah, so I agree. They're at this date. All the other girls who are not on the group date come to watch kind of like they've been doing for Tasha's season. And Sarah is just like not happy. I think at this point, she's kind of realizing that her relationship isn't the only one that Matt has. And which I kind of get because she had like a group date and I'm sure that was a big deal, which it is. It is a big deal. And I think she was just realizing like, wow, these are, these girls are writing these things about Matt and like, this could happen. Like with this, these intimate, intimate moments can happen. So on the second portion of the date, Sarah's still like spiraling and she's kind of triggered by the experience because she said she was in relationships where the other person wasn't faithful, which I can see why it would bother her. Cause there's, you know, 25 other women on this date. And, um, she just cannot wait to discuss this revelation with Matt and, uh, walks over to the group date even though chris harrison specifically said that they would all get one-on-one time with him this week like maybe it was for like five minutes it doesn't matter like they were all going to get time with him but i guess that just didn't matter to her at the time so um she goes in and she's interrupting matt and katie's conversation 
which I I liked Katie this episode, so I did kind of feel for her. But um, so Katie leaves and she goes with the girls and they're all like urging her to they're like, go get him. Go get your man. Like, go stand up for yourself, blah, blah, blah. So Sarah's like, can I have five minutes with him? And Katie's like, sure, sure. And then three minutes later, she comes back. She's just like, are, are you done yet? And then she sits on the couch next to them while they're talking. And I was just like, ah, this, this was the cringiest episode so far. I was just like, I cannot. Like, <laughs> it was so weird. So Sarah eventually is like, okay, fine, I'll leave. She's like, will you walk me out to Matt? And Matt walks her out. And they literally are probably like three feet away from Katie on the couch with a room divider in between them. And they're just like making out. And Katie's just like sitting there like, mm, okay, <laughs> like. I just I who is the girl in SNL that looks like her Vanessa Bayer Vanessa Bayer I need Vanessa Bayer I need them to do another bachelor like how they did with Adele the bachelor skit and I need her to play Katie I think it'd be so funny but um I I kind of okay I kind of think when it comes to Katie um first of all I have a soft spot for Katie because I was explaining that like I think that if I was on The Bachelor, I would have Katie energy. Katie's think, so awesome. No, she is awesome, but like I love her. From from episode one, like she came out just really nervous. It seemed like she had mm-hmm. this like really risque joke, like I have the vibrator, and then yeah. like she couldn't like drop the joke, and then she um she she was just like had a lot of like excited energy but that was like you know being channeled nervous energy yeah nervous energy and then with this thing she got herself like wrapped up into this drama just because Sarah happened to interrupt during her time yeah and so she got like wrapped up in this drama and the girls were like go back go back and she's like yeah "Uh, okay and so then she has to like she has to like put on this facade being like hey it was not her and it's not her. So she's like, um, okay, um, uh, I'm, re- I'm ready. I'm ready. And then he's like, she's like, okay, five more minutes. And then she's like, okay. Um, well, the girls told me I have to be here. So um, I guess I'll sit. <laughs> I'll just sit. <laughs> yeah. Like if she went back to those girls, they would have ate her alive. Like, They'd be like, why are you doing, is this your yeah. time? <laughs> yeah. Oh totally. my gosh. See, it, yeah, absolutely. So I, so I feel like I get, I get her like this everything that happened in this episode I would have done the exact same thing yeah I mean what else are you supposed to do these girls are ruthless it's my second time using this word tonight because it's true they are Mm -hmm. scary I would probably do whatever they told me to do too um so but I also think that on Sarah's point of view she might have like mentioned it to her producer like this is like weighing heavy on me like I need to talk with him as soon as possible and they're probably like go go to him why don't you just totally And that's where it's hard because she has to go apologize to these girls while she's there. And she has to explain why she was there when it's like, we don't, I mean, she might've chose to do this by herself, but I just don't think that she did. I think they supported that decision to go talk to Matt at that time to make everybody mad. So it's hard to, I guess it's different when you're an actual contestant on the show to see it that way. But as a viewer, that's kind of what I was thinking about the whole time. But um, anyway, on this date, half the girls didn't end up getting any time with him. And then Rachel randomly gets the rose, which, okay, but yeah. Can we backtrack quick? Because there was, yeah. I took like, I tried to take notes during The Bachelor and I ended up having yeah. four notes and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so two of my notes were from the erotica reading that I just yes. remembered. The first yes. one was Matt James saying, Oh, yeah. Chocolate yeah. Cake. I totally forgot that he had a, a segment. <laughs> He just like looked like he just looked at the girls with this weird look and said chocolate cake. (laughs) (laughs) And it was so funny. And then Rachel was reading her story and she said, Yes, I groined, fluttered. And he was like, Groin. Damn. Damn. That's right. (laughs) She used the word groin, which is disgusting. (laughs) It's just disgusting. It is not a sexy word. What would you have said? On national television. Mm. You would have had to bleep me out. You would have had to bleep me out. That's all I have to say. <gasps> oh my gosh. I definitely would have said all the dumbest words ever. To like not so get bleeped out. Just because it's like, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to actually say a, yeah. a word. Like I know I'm on It was on like one-upping. So I mean, maybe Rachel was the first one. And they're like, oh, she said groin. Well, I'm going to say beep, beep, beep. <laughs> and 
maybe. Like maybe like as it went, it just got dirtier and dirtier. Groin is the, f- I think that's such a funny word to use. It's such but anyway, a- okay, we can go back. I just wanted to say chocolate. No, yeah, we totally, we totally forgot to mention those two wonderful moments. Um, <laughs> All right. So, but Rachel got the. Rachel rose. gets the rose and that's kind of the end of the night. All the girls are effing mad. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Next day, we find out Serena P gets a one-on-one with Matt. And so cutie all the patootie. girls are just cutie patootie. <laughs> so um, Matt comes in the room. All the girls are sitting. I don't I don't know why they're all like congregated in this one area when it's Serena's date, but he's like, oh, where's Sarah? And they're all like, she's upstairs. So he goes, takes a quick five minutes to go see Sarah in her room. And Sarah's just like laying in bed. So Matt comes in and we see him just like plank on her and just lay on her. He's like, your bed's comfy. Oh and my I just God. like, it felt like high school and it was super weird. That's exactly what it felt yeah. like. It felt yeah. like an uncomfortable, like teen couple. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So yeah. um, she's all upset and she says she wants to go home. Matt says that would be a tragedy if she left. And he just like is basically giving her validation saying he would go see her every day. If it would make her feel better. And all the girls are basically calling this. They're all just like kind of saying like oh she just wants validation she's making him feel bad for doing nothing and they're egging serena on a little bit they're kind of saying like it's not a great way to set the tone for your date and uh serena's like serena's just like oh well she gets this this time but i'll have the whole day with him which serena is just such a cutie so that's actually what i wrote wrote. she's such a sweet little pea all in all i thought it was a wonderful date. honestly like it's a date that I would go on. It's kind of boring and I'm boring. So I just think it would, would have been great. Like the, the donkeys and the cheese board and what else could you ask for? Yeah, um, nice. Of course, so, there's gotta be a hot tub, right? Did they have the always? I think, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. I think they did. Uh, I think every date's had a hot tub so far, but, um, <laughs> the same one, the same one, all that, all that germ. But while this date is happening, Sarah goes to see all the girls. She comes downstairs and she apologizes for a second time trying to kind of explain like where her head's at and whatnot and uh specifically kit victoria and mj are the ones who react super aggressively towards her they wanted the apology she gave them one they didn't accept it she's coming to do another they're not accepting it again and um it's like actual bullying it like took me back to a time that i don't want to remember and kit specifically she says if you're gonna stay you're gonna be miserable in this house or something like that and um she said something like it's your time in the house is going to be miserable here. Yeah. It was my jaw dropped when she said that I was, I think I texted you when she said that. And I was like, like, Holy crap. She also said prior to this, we need to have our time with her without him. Wow. Yeah. She's so, she's scary. She was the mean girl in school. There's no doubt about that. She um, also said after the confrontation that she literally needs to avoid me at all costs um mj's furious the bags are getting heavy in her eyes she had some uh, heavy bags um, <laughs> mj mj bummed me out because like i thought mj was super cool i thought she was a cool chick and she just got like really wrapped up in this drama hmm. however i do respect that when sarah was like mj can we talk she was like i need to cool down from this i respect mm-hmm. that she said that that's good oh yeah rather than going into it and just flipping out yeah um uh, but somebody who does want to talk to her about this is Katie. So she goes up to the hotel room where Sarah's just sitting on that same leather couch crying, um, that we see her on every single time we see her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katie goes to have a talk with her. We're basically Katie kind of says she doesn't want to be Matt's second choice. And if there's like mutual feelings between the two of them that Sarah shouldn't leave because she doesn't want Sarah to leave. And then Matt is like, just thinking about Sarah the whole time, which I thought was really mature of her. And I don't know. I feel like anybody else would have just been like, yeah, go home. Like all the other girls wanted to go home to, you know, have one less person, but Katie was kind of more realistic about it, which was nice. Um, then we find out Katie's father passed away and they kind of share some time bonding over that because we know that Sarah's dad has ALS and doesn't have much time. But um, Katie then kind of changes her tone about Sarah not leaving. And it was just like, if I had more time with my dad, even minutes I would do anything to get those back. And I think that kind of helps Sarah realize like I should probably go home. Um, So she goes to see Matt and he doesn't really convince her to stay, but he was really sweet about her departure. And he's saying like, I'll think of you every day and I'll pray for your family every day. And 
that was really it for the episode. We see next week we're going to get some more girls, which is really messing up my uh, fantasy bachelor league. So we'll see what happens. And then we find out one of them, you know, might be uh, what's the word without saying prostitute. I think they said escort. Escort. That's better. I'm very interested in seeing what this storyline is because like, who cares? Absolutely. I know. It's just like, but Anna cares. (laughs) She cares very much. I feel like they're all going to care more than anybody else. Which one's Anna? The one who like is either like really smiley or like really mad. She has like the bow (laughs) in her hair. She looks like Julie Bowen. Yes. Okay. Anna. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, uh, people people have said that she looks like Hannah Brown, so I I call kind her of. Hannah Brown. Yeah, she kind of looks like her Anna Brown. Anna Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. See, when I was explaining to someone that I have Katie energy, they were like, "No, Katie energy is crazy," and I'm like, "No, Katie energy is like no. super nervous. Anna energy is a little cuckoo. yeah. That she mm-hmm, she got crazy eyes. Yeah, for sure. Um, like honestly, who cares? Who gives a rat? Yeah, butt? it doesn't matter. Victoria's literal title is queen and we're talking about this other like no come on let's talk about all the jobs that y'all have had like who cares it doesn't matter and it's it's just rude to spread these things around it's and now it's on national television it's just like come on just give the girl a break I don't know which girl it is but just give her a break I hope I hope that this press like helps her rates go up so then she can like cash in oh yeah I'm sure it will but um It'll be interesting. They're not going to be happy about these new girls. And I'm excited for them not to be happy. Because I really, I mean, I only like Brie. Like, Brie's the oh, only one I like. love Brie. Like, Brie stayed silent during that whole time with Sarah, too. Which was, I mean, I kind of wish that somebody would be like, whoa, guys. Like, please stop doing this to her. But I guess they were probably scared of getting attacked as well. Katie yeah. kind of did that, which was nice. Katie was like, you know, she has stuff going on that, you know, she doesn't really want to talk about. And I don't know. She was definitely bullied out of the house, but we'll see what happens. A lot of people are saying she might come back. I don't think she's going to. I hope not. I hate when they come back. Yeah, I don't either. Um, So we'll see. It'll be interesting, though. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a pretty good episode. I thought so, too. I think it's going to only get better from here, too. The new girls added. Yeah, I don't I don't feel like learning girls. I haven't no. even learned the ones that we have right now. I know. Like, I've done pretty good this season, but I think my bracket is helping me do that. But now it's oh, like okay. it's so messed up my bracket. So I don't even know what we're gonna do. Who is your winner in your bracket? I well, we have like a we don't have a specific like winner section. We we'll fill that out the week before but we Mm. have an extra contest on the side going where we have our winner for like an extra point and i have brie so Mm. we'll see i hope brie wins um serena p's looking kind of good too but also she is a cutie patootie oh my god i love her i i think that he's gonna pick rachel yeah a lot of people think that i don't i don't love her or hate her or anything like that i'm very neutral right now on the show she's very like I don't really have an opinion about her. I think she's pretty, but um, with all the news about her, I stopped really caring, but. Yeah, I get that. As we'll Live and Tour BFF reported last week. Yeah, which we don't are... know for a hundred percent facts, but we have Reddit online. We have Reddit. We have TikTok. Yeah. Um, allegedly, like mm-hmm. all we have to say is allegedly. Yeah. yeah <laughs> allegedly, exactly. Chris Harrison's book is about sexy cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to get it oh yes that's gonna be a fun book club oh yeah a good pick um so it's time for my favorite part of the podcast (gasps) my goodness this is a total surprise to me because it's not even on our our doc it's not on the doc because i wanted i wanted it to be a surprise so excited so everybody chimpanzee riding on a Segway. it's time for the throwback throwback of the week victoria (laughs) do you have a guess as to what it is not a clue not a clue um i had something in my mind like related to seth cohen i think but i don't know if it would be about that okay we'll just read it my preface is that this is my favorite scandal of our youth okay it's december 2010 and oh, Miley Cyrus oh. smokes <laughs> salvia out of a Oh my gosh, bong. I should have. Oh. This is my favorite scandal of our youth. So 
It is December 2010. Miley Cyrus just turned 18 years old. Mm -hmm. And there is this video that is released of her smoking out of a bong. And TMZ releases this video and says, Miley Cyrus celebrated her 18th birthday by experimenting with a bong and Mm -hmm. catching a case of the giggles. According to a source connected with Miley, the smoke filling the bong is a natural herb called salvia, which has psychedelic (laughs) qualities. Possession of salvia is legal in California. (laughs) (laughs) It freaking kills me. I remember this video like it was yesterday seeing it and just being like shook like oh my god what is she doing I was like no I you could have I literally thought that Miley Cyrus was addicted to meth oh (laughs) like that's what I thought was happening drugs scared me so bad as a teenager and this just like broke me three months later she speaks out with uh, Marie Claire magazine Mm -hmm. and she says I'm not perfect I made a mistake I'm disappointed in myself for disappointing my fans. Um, But then her interviewer pushed back with empathy asking, but do you really think it was a mistake? Obviously college kids your age are all over America smoking bongs with a lot more than salvia in them. And she Mm -hmm. said, but they're not Miley Cyrus. They're not role (laughs) models. So for me, it was a bad decision because of my fans and because of what I stand for. Oh, okay. It's interesting knowing who Miley is now Mm -hmm. and hearing that because it's just like a total 180 or... 360. No, was it going to be 180? 360. Well, if it's 180, it's like she was this, she was facing this way, and then and it's a 180. She's, this way. she's facing so it, the other yeah, way. Yeah, if it was a 360, she'd be back where she was. She'd be back okay. here. <laughs> Jeff's going to give me crap for that. Um, <laughs> but it's funny because she literally has a song that says, Yeah, smoke pot. <laughs> Remember that song from her? Um, yes. Yeah. No, it's from Miley Cyrus and her dead pets. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like um, that crazy album there is a a follow-up quote from her so so the 10 year anniversary of this scandal was past december and she said you know time really flew by i remember this like it was yesterday jk i don't remember shit because i was f the hell up That's the thing about Miley. Uh, it's like, I love her, but sometimes I'm just like, do we need to talk like that all the time? I like know. I, she wished her sister Noah happy birthday. And she like had to say something very similar to like, oh, I don't remember it. Cause I was so wasted. And it's just like, just say happy birthday. Like we don't need to go into all of that. I feel like she does, is not herself. I just like, she, I don't know who Miley actually is because there's so many different Miley's out yeah. there. She has like era after era of yeah. Of she's like this is yeah. this is who I really am every single time. So yeah, I, I don't understand. know. I don't know who she is, but it's pretty entertaining. I don't. I can't say that I necessarily follow her super closely right now. Yeah. yeah. Um. In in my my youth, I definitely did. Oh yeah. And I was very much following her when she had like a squeaky clean image, which is why this uh-huh. bong salvia situation Mm -hmm. just like blew my freaking mind i also just had no clue what salvia was no i just i saw it and i my mind was just forever changed i just i really had to grow up in that moment and be like wow the world is way colder than i thought hannah montana is smoking out of a bong Ugh, what a beautiful scandal of our youth that like brings back all of these gorgeous memories to me of when I was just like this beautiful, by beautiful, I mean like my spirit, my, this beautifully spirited gal, like senior yeah. year of high school, Ugh, learning about not like that time of life, you know, we're, we're, we've only gone up. We've only yeah, gone up. That's what I'm saying. Like that was, ugh. just be happy. We didn't like that time. Like nobody yeah. wants to peak in high school. No, no, no. What a incredibly diverse diverse set of stories we had some things that were incredibly important some things that were absolute garbage and that's exactly what we wanted that's exactly it that's what it's our essence mm-hmm. herbal essence that's our herbal essence <laughs> <laughs> one more chars for the good night one more chars woo, woo, woo. <laughs> it's an emergency laura text <laughs> breaking news dead I just got a text message. Tor just got a text message from Momager Laura. <laughs> did you hear Jojo Siwa came out as bi, I believe? And I did hear this. I did, I did hear, hear this Siwa. as well. I did hear it um, as well. I think it was, 
I think it was like a, a coy. Um, it was a, co- she didn't fully come out and say it, but she uh, alluded to it, I would say. And Beautiful. I think that's great. I, yeah, I know she has so many followers that are young and it just fills my heart with joy that there might be a time where nobody has to come out and say these things. Like we just live as we are. And that's my dream for the world. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it's exciting because she does have so many young followers. So it's yeah. like, now this is a, a normal thing in their yeah. life. Like this yeah. person that they, they love and adore. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I think that's, that's fantastic. How it and it to be. I hope that um, if she is, if she does like, like officially come out, that she like is happy and confident to do that. She will. I I have no doubt. She seems like she would do that in a really eloquent way. Um, I I don't, I don't mind Jojo Siwa. I think she's pretty funny. Yeah. She's (laughs) just remember her from Dance Moms. (laughs) Jojo Siwa, that's my favorite comedian. (laughs) Yes. No, I'm actually going to see Jared Freed in a couple weeks and I'm very excited about it. So exciting. Yeah, but yeah. Very He's excited. so fun. He's I best. did get to see him and I got to see oh, him. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. No way. Awesome. Yeah, he's fun. I love him. I think that's it for the night. That's it for Thank the night. Thank you, Laura, for your emergency text. We appreciate those. Oh, was keeping us on our toes. Yeah. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We know that we know who's listening. And we know who's not leaving reviews. So get us up on those Apple charts and give us a nice review. We got to get up there, man. We know who's listening and we're watching. We're watching. We're texting. (laughs) See you next week. Bye. (laughs) ASMR. (laughs) All right. 